This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I know the feeling. <laughs> Oh, okay, just got okay. Is it is? Yes, it's fine. This is perfect. I'm going to put it on the floor. I'm going to put it on the floor. I'm going to put it on the floor. I'm going to put it on the and uh, is known for his, for his prayer in general, but particularly he's become famous in the realm of Machshava, and every time we've had him in the yeshiva, Bachem truly enjoyed him, so I'm hoping that will certainly be the case again today. Okay. Uh, I just as a sort of a, a opening remark, it says in Rishonim, they speak about Moshe going to be a shepherd, and the Rishonim remark that you find all big people, David HaMelech and the Avos, they were shepherds before they um, became leaders, and before they became Dolem. So Rabbi Rebbechai and others say that the, the um, significance of that is that shepherds have a lot of time away from people. And they have time to think, and time to be misponed and misponed, and that's very helpful because when you're in in, in the scene, in the action, so um, it's hard. You, you think less, you focus less on yourself, you, you're busy. If a person needs time to reflect and to become himself more, he needs that type of thing. So, you know, coming up here and seeing the plastic sheet down on the bottom, so that's, I guess, the shepherding part of it is kind of a little, um, you know, plastic sheeps don't need all that much attention, but the... Um, the sense of kind of a, it's good a little bit to be to put a little space between yourself and the hubbub of of life, and it gives you time to think and to be with yourself and to develop a lot. And I think it's one of the one of the slugs of Shiva here is that it's a little bit of an island, and that contributes a lot to development. Besides, obviously, being an island is not enough. You need to have that the input that Rebbeim gives and so on. But the um, just the, the the coming here, I always enjoy that sense of. Uh, it's it's a little bit of, of of a reminder of the uh, the ovals and, and the shepherding and so on. I want to speak about an Indian that comes up in the parasha, but let me preface it with uh, a, a, a point. You know, tefillah is something that is not easy for us uh, for many 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 reasons. But one of the things is the basic question of does Hashem know? Does Hashem if Hashem knows, which He certainly is supposed to, then Either he decided to do it or decided not to do it. Where does Tefillah come in? Where, where does Tefillah come in? So we're going to explore it a little bit from inside, see it from the parishes, and we'll get a sense of it. The first one in Shmos, this, this week's, last week's parasha, Akash um, Baruch promised Avram his children would become slaves, they would live in a land that's not theirs, they would suffer terribly, and he would redeem them. That's what he promised, that's what he said. The um, Pasik, the, 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 in the parish of the Gula, there's this little parish. It says, 
Vayomas Melch Mitzrayim, Vayonchubna Yisrael Men Avoida Vayisaku. So, um, Klal Yisrael groaned and they cried out, Vatal Shavos Melokim in Avoida. And their cries went up to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Vayishma Lekim Zakos Kaddish Baruch Hu heard, Vayiskalkim Esprisoi, Zavrom Yitzhak Yaakov, Vayar Lekim Zay Yisrael, Vayeda Lekim. So this little interlude over here is really sort of the linchpin for Gula. And the question is, why? I mean, Akash Baruch Hu not only knew they were suffering, Akash Baruch Hu had said long before the, this parashat that they would suffer terribly. He, obviously there was some sort of Kate in mind. Obviously Akash Baruch Hu cared about the pain and cholesterol and so on. What exactly, what does it mean? Veshul Kim Zakos, Kim Zakos, and so on and so forth. What, what happened here? That's something really needs to be understood. I, w- I would also, it's, it's interesting the way it's described. They cried out. And it went up to Shemayim. What was that, what was that piece? What happened exactly? They cried out, and then the cry went up to Shemayim. The Chumash speaks about very specific things. It's not, it not is not an accident. When we go back, and every time we bring Bikurim, we, we re-enact Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and we re-enact it to such a degree that this becomes the formula for our Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Pesach night, we don't say Shmos. Maybe it's a little bit on the long side. Um, say it as long anyway. Maybe Shmos would be very long. We say Parash as Kisavo, with, with the Torah of Excel, Torah of so, in Torah, in, in, in the Parashas Bikurim, we recite every year uh, a thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we give a very, very concise overview of what happened. So, really only significant things. It says, um, we went down to Mitzrayim, Vayishon Lugar Gadol, Pasuk 1, Vayareyu Oisana Amitzim Vayinu Yitzhan Levera Kasha, we suffer terribly, second Pasuk, so you've got every significant point and very concise it's, it's a masterfully concise formula we went to Mitzrayim we were enslaved Kach took us out and this piece in the middle that we davened and that's where and that's where Kach Baruch Hu um, took us out so, so, so you see it's not just sort of it, it's not only in the long version, it's in the short version. Very, very specific point. W- one more point I, I'd like to raise. Something in, in the davening. Maybe two points. Um, I, we say Shema Koleinu as the end of the Bakashas of Tzrachim. Shema Koleinu Shalakeinu. Um, there's something very redundant about it. Uh, let me... Let me give you a little bit of a muscle, I guess, something that comes to mind when I'm trying to phrase why it's redundant. When, when I uh, bought uh, my first house in America, and I, I finally realized that Israeli bureaucracy has its match in America, there was a sheaf of documents this, this thick to sign. So, uh, document of document of document, there's one document that says, I've read through all the other documents, and I'm aware of what it says, and I'm signing on it. And I said to myself, this is the most ridiculous thing I ever saw. Because if you chayshed that you're just signing without reading, so this was the 95th document, I, I also did this over here. 
Like, what am I signing when I'm signing that document that says that I know, that I read everything carefully and I know what it says? Well, you signed every document, so, so, so you could be, if, if you were careless, you're careless here, and if, and if you're not careless, then what? We ask HaKadosh Baruch we're asking every single one. We're saying, Hashiveinu, and Atachonein, and so on and so forth. Now, what's Shema Koleinu? I mean, if HaKadosh Baruch wasn't in the mood to listen the first time, so a bus of a dumb, if you nudge long enough, if it doesn't go with nudging once, you know you nudge a second time, third time to you, you either get thrown out or until the person acquiesces. Those are, those are your choices. What's about HaKadosh Baruch There's nothing specific in Shema Koleinu. I mean, it, it's sort of a generic rehash of what we had before. So, so, so what exactly is the Tefillah Shema Koleinu? And we say it every day. One more horror and fill, I guess, if we're, we're on it. Um, on a tainus, we say aneinu, and we say, um, we, we, it, uh, it, there's a pasuk, we ask, HaKadosh Baruch answers, you know, terem ekra vani ene. Before they, before the Kalayisol calls, HaKadosh Baruch has already answered them. It's a nice turn of phrase, but what does it mean? If I say, I granted your request before you requested it, Basically, I mean you didn't request it. In other words, it's just a nice way of saying it. So for, for a boss of a dumb, it's a nice way of saying the guy was very prompt, cared a lot. What do we mean by Kodesh Baruch Hu? So, so why is that called Vani En? Why is Kodesh Baruch Hu answering? <coughs> if a Kodesh Baruch Hu provides me with health, it's not the Pshat he's answering my Tfilis, he's providing me with health without my asking. Those, those are the points that I want to sort of talk about and discuss. So let's start with an important distinction between two midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that sound alike to us, but really, really are very different. One is called Chesed, and one is called Rachmim. Um, chesed is usually seen as the midah of Avraham Avinu, Rachmim as Yaakov Avinu's midah, amongst many different midas, Torah is his midah, Emes, Rachmim is also one of the midas attributed. To us, Chesed and Rachmim is generic, kind of being nice. But the truth is, Chesed and Rachmim are very different. Chesed is a personal need for the person who's giving. So, Lamarshal, I'm sitting, and I have abilities. I have talents. I have assets. And I feel I don't want to keep things for myself. I don't want to just, um, you know, I, I want to live a life that's meaningful. And if I have, I want to do good things with it. So I go and I help other people, whether if it's talents, I help them with some of my talents. If it's assets, I help with the assets, and so on and so forth. That's the meat of chesed. The meat of rachmim is when I walk in the street and I see somebody hungry, cold, uh, faint, I, I bend over, I feed him, I pick him up, or help him. So rachmim is mercy on someone, Chesed is kindness. Kindness is a personal type of need, and rachamim is specific to that person. In other words, the person aroused in me a certain sense. On the surface of it, we're a lot happier. In, in, we feel, a little, in some ways, we feel a little bit belittled. Um, if somebody's merachim on me, somebody says, oh, I see you having a very hard time with the Gemara, let me help you. So there's a little bit of you know, kind of, whereas if a person is just saying a shir, or a person is helping everybody, um, I don't feel so down. And it sounds to us like chesed is a much more sweeping mida and something we prefer. It's true in a certain way, 
But it's also very untrue in another way. Because chesed is very impersonal. Um, I mean, we were young, that was the days of the hippies. Um, one, one hippie asked his girlfriend, do you love me? And she said, of course, I love everybody. So, so when somebody loves everybody, it's wonderful. There's nothing, me as a person, there's no relationship there. I, I'm, not, I'm not in any way um, affected personally by it. So I, I'm nana from it. It's nice. So, so if a person decides as a chesed project, he's giving everybody $1,000. So it's nice. We all line up. Everybody gets $1,000. That's fine. But I don't feel the, the, the giving was solely the action of the person giving. Um, I had a chav of mine, a big time chacham and a very astute person. And he was building a sukkah and somebody walked by and says, may I help you build a sukkah? And something struck him a little bit odd about what he said. He said, um, why, why do you ask? He said, I decided to do more chesed. I need to do more chesed. So the person said, oh, so I'm the object of your mitzvah. Uh, in, in, in Hebrew, it's, I'm, I'm the cheftzashal mitzvah. Um, there's another version of it. A chesedish Rebbe once said, if you're mevaka chola somebody, the chola does not become a cheftzashal mitzvah. He's, he's not an object upon which you are commanded to do a mitzvah with. So I'm, I'm, I have a mitzvah to visit you and a mitzvah to care for you, but the, the you could have been anyone as long as it fits that lachic criteria of a cholah. Um, there's something that, that we, we, get, we get from that person a physical help, we get, those, we, we get um, you know, things from the person who's, who's doing chesed, but what we don't get is the sense of a person caring for me, which in a certain sense is the deepest thing that a person can ask for. Rachamim, as much as it has its limitation where it's not pleasant to be weak and in need, but the fact that the person has especially cares about me and the person turns to me and says, I'd like to help you um, because he saw that I needed something, that's a very, very special... Uh, it, 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 not only do I get the help, I get the sense of the person caring for me as a person. So Ches and Rachma, two midos. Each one has things the other one doesn't have. But um, on this Nakuda of having that sense of person to person, and in some ways it's the deepest thing, more, more than the person needs... <laughs> um, things he needs to have that personal relationship. Uh, um, one of the things they, 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 they've made many studies about children growing up in institutions, Loleno or Yasim or whatever other reason, versus kids growing up in homes, and no matter how well institutions run, um, it's, it doesn't quite, it never matches up with a home, no matter, even if it's sort of, even if it's a home with issues, unless the issues are terribly severe, um, it's preferable. And one of the reasons is, as my wife once expressed it, a, a, a typical mother makes usually three or four variations of the food. Because this one doesn't like spices, this one's like onions, this one's like sugar, this one's like this. Uh, you can't run an institution like that. And you, you have one size fits all. You try your best. And, and, and there's no harm in eating more vegetables, less vegetables. But the sense that nobody cares, the sense that someone cares about your taste, and somebody deliberately tailored something for you, because of you, is something that, that is invaluable in terms of what it's giving. So, so we have one meter of chesed, 
one need of Rachmim. Each one has something significant, and we're focusing on Rachmim. Every, everybody gets from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything we get is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, Esav had brachas. And the bracha is, you will sit on fat land. You won't even notice that anybody's giving you anything. Everything will be okay. No problems. Just sit and, 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 and the corn grows and you harvest it and everything's wonderful. Yitzhak's bracha is a little different. Yaakov's bracha, I'm sorry. Yaakov's bracha is a little different. It's v'yitan l'cholokim. That you shall always feel that there's a gift in it. That somebody's giving you. Um, who's, you know, who's better? The child that doesn't need any gifts or the child that gets many things he needs in, as a loving gift? Obviously, the second child is much better off because even though sometimes he may not get everything he needs, but whatever he gets, it comes with, with a certain element of love, of, of care of him as a person. The, 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 the vehicle for creating that type of relationship is tefillah. Tefillah is called rachmi. Rachmim, and it says everybody needs to daven because everybody needs rachmi. It's rachmim because when we ask for something and we have the sense that a Kaddish Baruch who answered us, then whatever he gives comes with that package. It's, in, in other words, when you asked for something, then when it comes, it comes for you. When you didn't ask for it, we, 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 would, we would think, in a very shallow way, that if we got everything we needed without even having to daven for it, that would be much better. You know, you know, davening isn't so favored anyway, and if we can get everything we need, it's just that we're threatened that if we don't daven, we might not get it. But it's much worse. If we don't daven, we might get it, but we're going to get it as an institution. Okay, God gives rain for everybody because there's animals that need rain and, 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 and there are frogs that need rain. So if there are people that need rain, the same Madrega, we also get rain. But the rain is not a message. When, when it clicks in where you, where you asked for it and you were answered, asking, request and answer provides that dimension of connectivity to HaKadosh Baruch as a nice that's where tefillah comes in. Tefillah is the, the, the vehicle where it, it comes in as a personal relationship. The, the, all the mitzvahs that we do, they are commandments. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded us. So HaKadosh Baruch was standing there, told everybody to do it, and everybody's doing it. So it's, it's a relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it's a very, it's, it's a relationship HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke in Sinai, and everybody that heard it, that was there, listens to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and does what he told us to do. Tefillah is the only one where we use the personal address to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Baruch Atah. We say, Baruch Atah Hashem HaKadim HaLchaylam, and it finishes off in third person. Bore Priya Eitz, Bore Priya Dom, and so on. So, when we look at HaKadosh Baruch Hu creating the fruit, and, 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 the, and the bread, and so on, 
It's objective. He did it for everybody. He didn't create apples for me. But every Birchas Anenin is triggered by a personal sense. When, when I'm gratified by something, I feel that it was meant for me. I felt that Kaddish Baruch Hu reached out to me and gave me the pleasure of taste, of food, and so on. So every bracha contains in itself a description of God as the objective great one, in Emir Zachesed of Baruch Hu. And every bracha, the Baruch Atta part of it, is, is, is the personal sense of you've reached out to me specifically. Apples, there are millions for everybody. The taste that I have, the hano that I have, the resonenin, is me specifically. So, let's go back to the points that we raised. Um, the, 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 the beginning, this is the process of creating a Kalal Yisrael. If we would not be part of the picture, then we would, um, th- that means Kalal Yisrael is an entity not different than any other nation. Akadosh who gives to all nations. Every nation has where they had it rough, Akash helped, but that's kind of very objective. And we would be just another one like that. Akash built it into the system that it started with our reaching out to him. And listen to what the Pasik says. By Avoda, they groaned, Vayizaku, they yelled out, Vatal Lakim. In other words, when a person is suffering, he cries. But you don't always cry to someone if you don't have to whom to cry. And and as long as Kaisal didn't cry out to Akadosh Baruch Hu, then then it didn't get there. In other words, it wasn't reaching its point. When when it, it, when we when 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 we cry out, we said, "Hey, there's somebody there that should care for us. Where are you, Akadosh Baruch Hu? That's where the tefillah accomplished. What it was meant to accomplish, it it touched Beis Look at the pasuk vayyonchu, which means anybody working groans vayizaku you scream out, but vatal shavasam lekim, and 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 it reached up and went up there. The um, that's why it's so significant when we when we recap the events of Yitzias Mitzrayim in those psukim and kisavo, we're not talking only about we had hardships and we were saved. The the Parshas the, Kisavo the, the, um, is a personal video of every single person on seeing the first fruits. It's it's Hakaras Hatoyv. It's it's re-answering Kadosh It says Vanisa Vamarta. You should respond. Vanisa Vamarta means respond to the message you got. So we say. In short, we had a terrible situation. We reached out to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu reached out to us, and now we're here. Without that peace, it's a very different world. It's a world of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Chasadim, which Hakadosh Baruch Hu is full of Chesed, but there's nothing personal about Chesed. We'd be missing the main dimension that we have over here in in, in when it's Tefillah. In Shemanesra, we ask for many things, and we hope we answered. Shema Koleinu, I think, is another dimension. It says, answer us in a way that we understand you heard us, that you responded to us. Give it to us in a way that we feel 
that all of the things we've asked for was a response on your part, and you're responding to me. If I could, if, if, if let's say, and it's one of the things, if let's say every tefillah was answered always, tefillah would just be a button to trigger chesed. I, we don't know how it works, but you know, it's, uh, you can uh, just like when you, you can push a button and sprinkles will sprinkle water. So maybe filler. Oh, so <laughs> I, I guess we got carried away. But the 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 you, you know you, you press a button, something happens, and you know, and and it's automatic. You don't think that someone's doing it. <laughs> but when you but when sometimes a person responds, it, I, I'll give you an example. If, if there's a person in your life who always brings you food, always, he's a waiter. The waiters never say, you know, I'm just not in the mood today, um, or else they're not waiters for very long. So, so waiters always respond all the time. Your close friend responds 90% of the time, because sometimes he's just too tired, and he's not mechuyev to do it. But when he responds, he responds not because it's his job, not because he's paid for it, but because he's doing it for you. So the relationship through tefillah with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, in the fact that it's not a, it's not meant to be automatic, and if it be automatic, it would defeat the purpose of it. But it's meant to add a dimension that when it does happen, would you have been answered without the tefillah? Maybe yes, maybe not. But you wouldn't have been answered. You would have had it, but you just have the apple without Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You'd have the health without Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You'd have the wealth without Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that's terrible. That's Esau. So you, see, you live a life with no one else in your life. Tefillah is the ability to incorporate a personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in everything in, that transpires between us. It's to take HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of a chesed mode and, in, and incorporate a relationship with Rachmim, which is so much deeper and so much more meaningful to us. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu responded to me, and the sense of that is, means even though I haven't asked for it my sense is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is responding he's responding to an unvoiced request but, but that sense I get that's the ultimate where I can feel it even it's like when somebody sees you need something and he brings it to you he, you know it's because he sensed you needed it but you didn't even have to ask for him they ask him but, but it's called Ani Ene I responded it's not I gave. I responded to a request that you were beginning to formulate and hadn't formulated yet. It's something to be misboned. I know tefillah is hard, and there are many reasons why it's hard. Um, and each of, each of the facets of why it's hard needs to be worked on, discussed, and thought about. It, it, it is probably our most regular connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As long as we're in Shiva, we learn the vast majority of the day, but as we move out, um, you know, with, uh, learning becomes more of a kriyasitim and less full-time. Um, tefillah is, is, is very, very kavua. And tefillah has um, many, many uh, aspects, whether it's the not understanding the words, whether it's the fact that it's so regular, and so on, that make it difficult. But at least we need to appreciate what we're doing. It's not that a Baruch doesn't know without our asking what we need. It's not that a Kaddish Baruch who needs us to beg Chas Shalom like some sadist, you know, like unless if a guy nudges long enough, I, you know, it's, it's worth the money just get rid of him. None of that exists by Kaddish Baruch. But what exists by Kaddish Baruch is a relationship. 
And the relationship manifests itself as a request, a voiced request, and an answer to that request. And if we're able to understand that, if we're able to understand how tefillah turns our life three times a day, we take everything we need, and we know our Kaddish Baruch will grant most of it anyway, but we turn it into a personal thing, it's, it's, it, 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 it makes everything so much more gratifying, so much deeper. Um, Kaddish Baruch should help us. We should gain the taste we need in tefillah, the understanding, and we should have that relationship with Kaddish Baruch The old relationship is term yikrova niena, that our relationship should be as request and answers, but even before we voice the request, HaKadosh Baruch should give us everything in a way that we understand it and perceive it as an answer to, to almost unvoiced requests. That's all. Okay. Thank you.